0: challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to dive into something that is hard, that is convicting, but that's going to help you. And I want to start by telling you my own story. I grew up the son of an army officer, and uh, we moved a great deal. This was back in the day in the military where they would move you every year. We moved once. uh, I believe it was nine times in 10 years for a stretch in my life. Um, You moved all the time. So I was always the new kid. I was always coming into a new high school, a new bunch of kids, and I was the new guy having to prove himself. Uh, In addition to that, that experience um, it, it produced in me a great insecurity. In military life, people are always watching. You're always the colonel's kid in my case. Um, Mom would handle it in such a way that if I didn't mow the yard right well, somebody would see, it would affect my father's career and thus the cause of democracy in the world. You know, if I didn't eat my cereal, somehow the, the president would know. And so there it, it was a great deal of insecurity. There was a great deal of preoccupation with other people's opinions. Um, in addition... I began as I tried to kind of impress people in my new setting, I became quite a liar. You see, I was always in a new crowd and they didn't know anything about my previous life. So I could, I mean, I could tell them I killed a shark last year. I could tell them I had breakfast with the Beatles that I hung out with the Rolling Stones. Nobody knew. Uh, They didn't really, I don't think they believed me, uh, but they didn't have any idea what I'd done on our previous assignment. We were making massive moves from Virginia to California to Berlin, Germany, back to Kansas. It was that kind of, that kind of world, that kind of life. Now, I want to put my focus on the lying because I became a really good liar. I became, as I often joke, a supernatural liar, a liar on Stephen King's level. I mean, I became a master liar. And what I was doing was I was creating realities in people's minds about me so I would be liked, so I would be accepted, so that I, um, because I was insecure about my life as it actually was. I was, I didn't believe that my life was going to be impressive enough. I guess I, I didn't believe that I'd get girls. I didn't believe that I would be accepted. So I just make up stuff. Now, the fact is that had I been a bit more stable, had I been a bit more settled, I would have realized that, you know, I had stuff about me that could win friends and win girls. And, you know, rather than working on your lying, Stephen, why don't you work on, why don't you work out? why don't you work on your clothes? Why don't you work on your way with girls? Why don't you work on your football and basketball game? Why don't you work on your manners? Why don't you make a little money so you can take a girl out? Spend your time on that stuff rather than weaving lies. Well, all that changed when I had, as many of you know, a conversion. I became a Christian believer in when I was 18 and I was confronted about my lying. Now, one of the things I liked about myself was that I was such a good liar and could spin realities. But when I became a Christian and went to a Christian university, um, my friends began to confront me on that. They could see that there was, even after my conversion, there's still a kind of a, a lingering kind of tendency to whip out a lie if I wanted to get out of something, or if I wanted to excuse myself, or if I wanted to impress. And slowly, this began to wash out of my life, and these guys really, really helped me. Well, I want to bring this to you as a, as a lesson of manhood. And the reason I told you my background is I want you to know that I'm, I'm not just preaching at you. I'm not just hammering you. Uh, that, I, that I have a, a life, uh, a good 15, 20 years of my life was uh, embroiled in a lifetime habit of lying. And the reason, I want to put my finger again on the reason uh, I did this, I did it because I was insecure. I didn't think that the truth would win people. I felt like I had to create artificial universes, artificial palaces of lies and deception in people's minds to be accepted. I didn't let the truth speak for itself. And by the way, by leaning to lies, I didn't make myself the best man that I could be, at least until I got later in life. Now, this, this changed in my life, and it was dramatic for me, and I'm grateful. But I want to bring this to you as a lesson of noble manhood, because a man, a good man, a true man is devoted to the truth. I don't just mean ultimate spiritual truth. I mean, he's devoted to the truth in every situation. He's devoted to the truth about himself. And truth is the beginning of power. Truth is the beginning of being settled and being genuine. And when you're genuine, you're your most powerful self. I do a lot of coaching of speakers, as, as many of you know, a lot of coaching of speakers in DC. And I tell them all the time, your most, auth- your most powerful speaking comes from your most authentic self. Now, you may need to learn tactics. You may need to learn some tricks. You may need to enlist some reinforcements of humor and quotes and what have you. But for almost everyone on the planet, their most authentic speaking self is their most powerful speaking self. And often the problem for me is to get a speaker to arrive at who they are authentically, who's their authentic self, because especially if they're in politics or entertainment or some other kind of performance, they have been doing something that is in essence a lie. It's not who they really are. They've been trying to act like Billy Graham, or they've been trying to act like a comedian, or they've been trying to act like, you know, somebody famous on TV. And so, They don't know who their authentic self is and they're not being as powerful as they could be because they're not being authentic. They're not being true. A man needs to know this because a man is got to be committed to the truth, the truth about every situation, the truth about himself, uh, the truth that he ought to be living out at a higher level. And so. I want you to look at your life in terms of truthfulness. We live in such a social media world now, and many of us are so disconnected from regular uh, engagements and encounters with actual human beings that many of you can live lives kind of like I led as a military brat where I'm showing up new at places all the time. You know, it's, it's a real temptation. I have a friend of mine who travels as much as I do, and he said, you know, I, I, I'm sitting at the table with people I've just met yesterday, and I will never see again because I'm speaking at a conference or at an event. They start asking me about my life, and he said, I tell the truth, but it does strike me that it would be very easy for somebody who travels as much as I do um, to just make stuff up. To just lie, to just be impressive. There's no accountability. Nobody knows who you really are uh, in, ter- in terms of the details. I mean, they know that they know this guy by virtue of his reputation, or he wouldn't be speaking. But they don't know if he killed a bear last week. They don't know if he knows the Beatles. They don't know, you know, uh, these the bragging kind of details about him. Did he did he lift five hundred pounds last week? They don't know if that's true or not. He can make all that kind of thing up. And now this is a guy who's very truthful. What he's saying is. That our high travel, remote work, social media oriented world in which we don't tend to know a lot of people live and in color, but only, only occasionally are connected to people in actually sitting in the room other than our immediate families, we can craft false realities. I want you to look at your life in terms of this truth. I want you to consider your life of truthfulness. And because I'm just doing this by podcast, I'm not going to step into your room right now and where you're listening to this and, and shake my finger in your face. I'm going to be kind of firm. I want you to take stock of yourself as a liar. Are you a liar? Are you de- de- deceiving people? Are, do you lean to falsehoods? Do you lean to not telling the truth about yourself or situations? Because it's easier, because you can cover yourself, because you can get out of that appointment, because you can impress people. Are you giving false impressions? Kind of like the people who appear on social media and they've got the Taj Mahal pictured behind them as, and the impression is they've traveled to India and gone to the Taj Mahal, but this is all CG. They haven't ever been there. They're just trying to give people the impression they're some kind of world traveler. Is that what you're doing? Is that how you're living? Now, if you, if you find that the answer is yes, I want you to ask yourself why. Is it because fundamentally you're insecure about who you really are? Is it because fundamentally you don't think that you're that interesting or you don't think that uh, that you would impress in some other way or you don't trust God uh, to orchestrate your life without you having to lie to create impressions and create images of yourself that aren't true? Or maybe your lies aren't about self-enhancement. Maybe your lies are about getting yourself out of appointments. Or maybe your lies are about taking other people down. Uh, There are many different categories of lies. I want you to take time when this podcast is over. And I want you to ask yourself about the lies you tell. We've all lied. And some of us continue to lie. I lied a huge amount until this got washed out of my life and I began to realize that it was fundamentally me insulting myself as well as offending God with sin, that I was was insulting myself and that I was saying to myself, you are such a dud, you are so boring that you're gonna have to borrow, you're gonna lie and borrow stories from other people for folks to even like you. Well, that was such a lie, that was so insulting, that was so wrong, it was so sin that I was confronted and began to deal with it. I'm asking you to look at what it is you do and how you lie. If you don't lie much, if you don't lie at all, great. Then repent of those that you do, turn away from that kind of lifestyle, don't lie, and walk in a life of truth. If you do lie a lot, ask yourself why. I'm guessing you're going to come down to a fundamental belief about yourself, that there's something wrong with you, that there's something dysfunctional about you, that there's something unengaging about you, that there's something boring about you. And I want you to come because you're listening to this podcast to be a good man, to be a great man. I want you to come home to the reality that men are devoted to the truth. Power comes to men because they are committed to the truth. They want to know the truth. They want to know the truth about themselves and they only present the truth. I even like self-deprecating humor where a guy who's chubby jokes about it. Now he should change it. But if it's that, that's the reality in the meantime, he should joke about it. Or if he's bald or if he, Whatever. I have a friend with one arm. He tells hilarious jokes, not so much putting himself down, but just saying, well, I'd like to reach for that, but I can't quite do it. Or I'd like to reach for that, but my wife's got my other hand and people just laugh and he just has a good time. And, uh, but, but he's able to take what's what would be considered a negative and make it a charming and engaging positive. That's the art of living in this world, not lying, not creating palaces of illusion and deception not creating images that aren't true. That's a cancer to the soul. And what's most important is that it's not living your most powerful self because a man is committed to the raw truth. Men, true men, good men love the raw truth. I remember reading a quote from Churchill where he said, none of the politicians in Britain had the guts to tell the electorate the truth, the raw truth. I decided I would do that. And that's how he led England. He told them the truth they lost to battle, if they weren't where they needed to be in terms of munitions, if if, if the war was going to be longer than anybody thought, Churchill would get on the radio and tell them. And the British people adjusted themselves. And this is a lot of why they won. Truth. Not somebody's truth. Not truthiness. (laughs) But actual core truth. Now, I'm here to help you be a better man. I'm here to help you be a great man. And one of the adjustments that's got to happen in your life is that You not lean to lies, not even not lies that are floating around the culture, but more importantly, using an arsenal of lies to enhance yourself. Okay, I want you to examine yourself. If you've got ongoing deceptions and lies with people in your life, things you've told your wife, things you've told your girlfriend, things you've told your friend, things you've told your church or pastor or whatever. I want you to go make it right. I want you to say, look, I, I have a little problem with lying. and I have a major problem with lying, maybe. And I want to tell you that what I told you wasn't true. Tell you what, you start apologizing and repenting for your lies. That'll start cleaning things up. But I also want you to address what, what the core motivation is in your life. If you've just lied to get a girl, okay, I understand that kind of you know arrogance and ego. But, but stop it. More importantly, ask yourself why the truth about yourself wouldn't have been just fine. Why, why wouldn't the truth about yourself? Why couldn't you just told her something that was true rather than you, you know, caught a shark last year or killed a bear with your bare hands or something? What is it about you that reaches to deception? And the reason I'm hammering you is I know what it's like to be liberated from that lifestyle. I spent 20 years lying as a military brat, lying because I could, lying because I was a little bit smart, very deceptive and could spin people with my tails And then I realized how much it was a cancer to my soul, how much it diminished me as a man, how much it was a sin in the eyes of God, how much it would be toxic to my whole life and tried very hard to move away from that and still have told lies in my life, still have deceived people at times in my life. Shame to say it, but at least it's not the majority, not by far. And I battle it and I realize I want to be a great man. I want to be a good man. In my case, I want to be a godly man. And lies are not part of that. Lies are also not part of being a great man. So don't allow a life of lying to dominate you. It diminishes you. It's a sin. I'm speaking as a Christian, yes. It it also distracts you from what ought to be your project to build yourself into a great man and also the more interesting, fascinating, stunning things about you. You don't have to lie about killing a bear with your bare hands last year. Just be a person who's adventurous. Be a person who's out in the world doing things. Be a person who's confronting yourself. Be a person who's confronting your fears. Maybe you didn't kill a bear with your bare hands, but maybe you did jump out of an airplane to confront your fear of heights. Now there's something courageous and heroic about yourself and something that many of you have done. Well, talk about that or talk about your weightlifting or talk about how you're trying to overcome a family trait of something. I mean, in other words, find the the good and the noble. And by the way, build the good and the noble in your life in the first place. Don't be a liar. Don't live a life of lies. Don't allow yourself to become skilled at weaving a fabric of lies in your life. It kills noble manhood. It pulls you away from the best that you can be. And it's a cancer to great manhood because conquering lying is one of the great arts of great manhood. To join the great man movement or to book Steven to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's three essential books for men. Mansfield's book of manly men, building your band of brothers, and Men on Fire, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.